0: media and thank you for joining us for Bottoms Up Perspective episode 90 so we're heading towards 100 you know so today we have our special guest is one of Jeremy's friends so I'm going to let him introduce new
1: friend new friend
0: this <laughs> guest so go ahead Jeremy
1: uh no why Why do we just let him uh in and uh, let him introduce himself cuz uh yeah Okay. He, 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 he needs to lead his own narrative, right? Since that's what he's uh, trying to preach today. <laughs> Perfect.
0: All right. Here we go.
2: Hi, everyone. Good you to can introduce you.
0: yourself. Jeremy refused to introduce you. <laughs>
2: oh, man. Okay. Um, my name is Rio. Um, I have been in the media industry for 20 years with Singapore's national broadcaster. Um, but... And uh, because I was dealing mainly with TV, and uh, people are saying that that's a uh, declining industry, right? So, but I realized that uh, even though the tools have changed, right, uh, we are using a lot of digital ones nowadays, but the concepts are still the same. So, I came out to do my own thing, and uh, I now help brands to direct their narratives so that they can win hearts, plan ideas, and inspire actions.
1: See? much a much better narrative than i would have been able to do
2: <laughs> so why not why not let's hear yours now what would your narrative be jeremy
1: me me yeah. come on no, no 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 the spotlight's not on me today maybe later <laughs> i i don't have one
2: I like what Aldrich uh, was was uh, sharing uh, in one of the earlier episodes, right? When you go onto the uh, social media and you what what do you see, right? From the first few posts, what was the, mm. the uh, message that you get, right? That is exactly the narrative that we we're talking about.
1: Yeah, first five posts. If he doesn't know what you're trying to, you know, present yourself as he's he's just gonna, you know, dismiss yeah. or discount you altogether. Yeah, that's a good um, acid that, test. That
0: a very petty way of saying things. <laughs>
2: Uh, my, my emphasis is uh, channel over content. I think if people understand what your channel is about, naturally the content that you create will fall in place. Then people have a big picture, uh, understanding who you are, what you do, what you stand for. I think in times, I, I think in today and moving ahead, that will be more important than, um, for instance, what we were crazy about, like maybe five years ago, three years ago one viral content post and you know we can we can get yeah. something out of it. I don't think I don't think that's the case now. So so that's mm-hmm. that's what I mentioned in the previous episode. Thanks for watching Rio. Totally, totally <laughs> agree with that. Yeah.
0: So with that so- said, right, so uh, what I hear from everyone in this group is the game is changing when it comes to content from even two years ago, right? Not just five, two years. So I would love to hear from Rio. So where do people start when it comes to narrative content, right? How do you narrate who you are Mm. as a brand and then who are you as an individual?
2: I think uh, essentially, I don't believe that the game has changed that much. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you study into the history of how media has evolved since the beginning for TV, for example, or or it started with radio, right? No, it's not pressed. So if you TV. understand how it it evolved, you can actually see exactly the same thing that is happening uh, right now. So so understanding the concept therefore is is key to me, uh, and that will already would have told you that channel is important, right? If you go onto cable now, you although not many people watch cable, <laughs> but uh, still you, you get to see a lot of channels and so on. Yeah, uh, but coming back to, to Kevin's question, I think the the key point is is this um, research has found that uh, emotionally connected customers are uh, the lifetime value is is worth more than two times those of highly satisfied ones. So in other words, if you are more emotionally connected, you buy more, you you visit the website more, you recommend the brand more, and so on, right? so uh i like to always tell the story of how you know the purchase decisions are actually 95 percent uh subconscious rather than than uh rational so Mm. my when my wife pick up a bag while she's shopping and ask me like hey is this nice you know uh, all husbands will know it's a trick trick question right (laughs) the the real question is not whether it's nice or not but uh, they are trying to get the justification for them to buy, right? She already liked the bag when she picked it up, right? So you you shouldn't be-
1: No, I'll interpret as the the question is not, the question is more of a, can you pay for this?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure
0: they're asking you?
2: Are you sure? Essentially, yeah, yeah. essentially, we we all know, right, that uh, you you shouldn't be answering whether it's nice or not, but you should be answering things like, oh, I think that fits well with your wardrobe now, or it works well for for the work that you're doing. Yeah, you know, that that provides the justification. So you, when we buy things, we tend to actually make the decision emotionally and then justify it with rational. You, you know, so mm. so. So hmm. that is why uh, I think uh, it is important for us to, to understand narratives, because, um, you know, there's, there's a researcher that says that, do you know, we all have this superpower that can uh, transfer what's in our minds into another person's mind. You know, it sounds like uh, in uh, this, uh, my favorite movie, right, uh, Inception. Right? Uh, and we, we all have that power. That power is called storytelling. Yeah, it's very interesting because the uh, power is a-
0: called getting, getting possessed. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: but but he's a he's a, a neuroscientist, right, researcher, and they found that when when the the audience is actually listening intensely to your story or or watching the story, um, the brain waves actually align themselves. So they call it neural entrainment you know, where where the person is connected with you, the, the, the brain waves actually go aligned. And I thought that's really fascinating. And we already know, you know, the power of storytelling, but we, we now have the science to back it up to say that hey, this is this is real stuff, you know, it's not it's just not just uh, some fluff that we are talking about. Right. So the, the key therefore is when you uh tell a story for your brand. Um, What is the problem that I I keep seeing um, every time I I look at advertisements and so on is the brands always wants to be the hero. You know, they are always um, talking about how good their brand is, how good their products is, you know, and and so on. And that is totally wrong because when somebody watches a uh, a movie, for example, they like to project themselves into the movie especially into the lead role the the hero uh, character right i mean i mean it's still chinese new year right now on the 10th day Uh, i remember when i was a kid every chinese new year is a ritual for us to go and watch chi chan's movie yeah and as a kid and as a kid, after watching a uh, Jackie Chan, I'll be coming out of the theater, jumping up and down. You know, finding every railing I can find, and then you know, doing somersaults and stuff like that. Because I felt like I can conquer the world, right? Because I projected myself onto the the hero's role. Okay. So yep. the problem right now with brands is if the brand tells a story as if they are the hero, then what is the audience going to project themselves onto? Right. If the brand is the hero, then go ahead, you know, just shout your own thing. I'm not going to we'll be connected with you at all.
1: We will we, we we'll be the villains. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, this is very
0: interesting. Rio, you brought up a very good point. Right. So um, I own a digital marketing agency and we talk about this a lot. Right. And we run into a lot of branding coaches that follow the whole idea of you're probably familiar with the whole idea of story brand. Right. But in story branding, um, the way the method works is the brand is always the hero, right? And that this is what a lot of brand coaches are teaching people. Like, hey, how do you position your brand as the hero? So um, I love what you're saying because I always saw a problem in that myself because I didn't agree with that because when you're watching a movie or reading a book, It's exactly what you said. You want to put yourself in that role. I want to be Spider-Man, you know, and that's why like Batman does so well, right? Because it allows you to, hey, I don't have to be a superhero. I can be wealthy (laughs) and, you know, and fight crime, right? (laughs) Same thing with Iron Man, right? Because they technically are not mutants or they don't have superpowers. They're just rich, right?
2: It's, it's the reason why uh Superman has gone down in popularity because mm. nobody could be born in Krypton and go through the Yellow Sun and whatever in order to become superhero. but Iron Man mm. and Batman gives us hope. <laughs> you know if I can get my hands on that suit, my God, you know I can be Iron Man too right <laughs> you know so so that is the whole uh, difference uh, that everybody is is uh, talking about yeah.
0: No, okay can, can i
1: can i at this at this point at this point can i ask a question i mean really just for the sake of the audience as well and for myself so because we, we we have gone through terms like uh storytelling story brand how is that uh different from you know narrative marketing is there a difference and how
2: well very simply put the storytelling is the the tool right that you're going to use to transfer the information from I say your brain to another brain. Um, how do you apply it? Uh, that? That is the the big question. And I feel that mm. storytelling is, as a tool, can be applied to many many different aspects of business, right? Right mm-hmm. from the top, you know. There's there's also a school of thoughts called uh, narrative leadership. You know, where mm. a leader needs to be able to uh, lead the company with a shared vision and so on. So how do you get a shared vision? You need to transfer what is in your mind as a leader right, to the troops. And a narrative, mm. therefore, is a very important thing. Storytelling is a very important thing. And that's where your brand mm. story comes into the picture as well, right? Um, if you are marketing, uh, narratives is also important. Like we already said, you, you want to convince your customers to become loyal customers, to be emotionally connected with your brand, and so on. Uh, but we all know in a business sense, uh, there are more Publics, so to speak, than just your staff and your customers. There are also mm. the stakeholders. There are also the people out there who do not do business with you but are interested in you. You know, so essentially, public relations needs to be revamped and entirely, because uh, you know we need to look after the uh, corporate uh, story. We need to look after the marketing story. We need to look after the internal HR stories to your staff right and Hmm. and, uh, all that right so so essentially what i believe is uh we are looking at a a situation where there are many tributaries to this entire narrative of a brand and so you need to manage all these tributaries so that the 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 brand story is consistent and i like Hmm. to draw the analogy to the marvel cinematic universe you know um, you can have a story on Iron Man you can have a story on on uh, Captain America and so on and that's like you're having a story with the staff and you're having a story with the customers and so on but essentially at the end of the day you need a story world where the Avengers you know everybody can come in together to have a to have the, the whole group you know have a consistent message right uh, that, that is how I would look at it and that's how I, I envisage uh, narrative marketing to be yeah
1: so so the so the flip side the flip side or rather the opposite is really you know uh, what hr's narrative to their hire, people they're hiring is one thing but what the ceo is saying to address the investors is another thing and what marketing is pushing out is a completely another different uh, different uh, 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 branding or story and all the narratives are different and that's yeah. where you get into this hot mess of what yeah. you are not trying to
2: advocate right because, because right now Anybody with with this thing over here, you know, can be a content creator, right? So if your company is going to shout one message and then treat their employees wrong or ask them to do something behind their backs that is not not very ethical, all the mm. employee need to do is to go out onto Facebook or whatever social platform and and yeah and and just blast it out and say that wow you know this company you know uh, are, are you know not not uh, honest right and that's the end of your narrative mm. yeah. just need one yeah mm. yeah in the past where the uh the media platforms are very controlled by a few powerful people you can control the narrative you know just listen to the main uh mass media and and you get your your message right uh but right now it's different right now there's a democratization of media right everybody has a voice and that's why mm. it is uh, so difficult. And I, I always say it's impossible to control your narrative now. You can only manage it. right? You, you design the, the so-called story world for people to flourish in it. And you try to manage mm. by uh, nudging them towards a certain direction. But you can't force people to say things. right? Uh, right. Mm. Nobody will leave it. Yeah, interesting.
0: So I have a question. So I, we have a lot of um, viewers who are m- more in the SME space, mm-hmm. where should they start if they're looking at creating content? Where, what do you recommend so that their narrative is, they're building into this Marvel universe, right? For their own brand. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, <clears throat> I would say we, we uh, it's a bit cliche, but you always start off with your, your purpose, your why, right uh, that tells people why are you in the business in the first place right what is this story about Uh, when when we talk about uh, creating a story we create a setting right and and that is essentially uh, introducing this brand and telling people what it's all about and therefore you design that setting for people to come in say hey uh, for example uh, i'm in this business uh, because i want to help people with this problem you know, and uh, so that they can become a better person or the, so that they can uh, relieve their pains in this area and so on. So you actually define that, that, that uh, world already. So if you don't have that pain, you don't come into my world because uh, you know, you, I, I'm not addressing you, so to speak. right? So you, you start by designing the, the boundaries in that way. Right? Then the next thing I, I think is important is for you uh, to understand the entire customer journey right because uh, a lot of times when we talk about advertising we, we tend to focus on the tail end and say like hey uh, please buy right but we know the customer journey is a, a long drawn thing and you if you think of the customer journey you know when we, we talk about awareness consideration decision and all that that is actually matching with the storytelling three-act structure of you know attracting engaging and then giving the resolution right the uh, so so essentially you you can actually match the, the 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 customer journey with your story um structure itself yeah so so that's where i i think uh, people can start to to come out with different stories then you will know that at different stage of the customer journey what is the messaging that you need to come out with you know, and it will always be consistent because you you, you know the whole um uh setting and, and so on that you have designed yeah Hmm.
0: So I think for uh, you know uh, the audience that uh, you're watching later, or if you're watching right now, um, one thing that's very important is okay, uh, why the why is kind of a crochet, right? Because a lot of people say, "Hey, I understand yeah. your why," or no, but I do think you have to understand why you're in business. Yeah, you know why, uh, What's the founder story? And I yeah. think a lot of people go out the gate when they start either in coaching, business, any type of entrepreneur, you know, venture. They start with uh, what kind of product I have and find the customers and let's ROI, right? Money, right? Yeah. And they don't do the homework prior to starting mm-hmm. this startup or venture and understanding why are we here? What are we about? And so I always say without a mission, you're just blindly navigating, trying to hit a moving target because there's really no target, right? So Mm -hmm. you really don't know why you're doing it. Besides uh, every business owner, majority of small business owner, you ask them why it comes down to, I want to make money. (laughs) right? At the end of the day, I want revenue, you know, and, and uh, you know, it's funny because eight out of every 10 business I talk to, the owner's like, well, the most important is revenue, right? Uh, which is a reality because you got to pay the bills, you got to the, pay the employees. But as we do these exercises as an agency, when I onboard them and I dive deeper, there's always a reason why the founder started that business. Okay. Mm. Either they were really upset with their mm. corporate job, or um, they don't see how uh, the previous place they were at, the product could be better. Or, hey, I have a sister who's disabled and I want to do something for society and change the way things are. So it yeah. always goes deeper. Yeah. But most owners don't sit down and write down those things, right? Because right out the gate is survival. You know, how do I survive, Right. How do I pay the bills? So I I really challenge if you're a startup or a business owner thinking about starting a business, write some of those things down. Start looking deeper into, Mm -hmm. hey, why am I doing this? And and you hear this a lot, um, find your tribe. Um, I really think if you have the correct narrative, the right client starts coming to you. you know uh, people naturally start it's just like friendships yeah usually you draw the right friends to you and those become the Mm -hmm. long-term friends because you have similarities um because they like who you are as yourself the Mm -hmm. true friends Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and the rest is acquaintances because they actually don't like you they're just (laughs) you know (laughs) so i think those are the things you have to look at Um, Do you as a business want the client that just want to do service with you or buy your product because it's cheap? Or do you want them to purchase your product or do engage in business with you because they find there's value? And Mm. I think we really have to differentiate that.
2: Uh, Both are important actually uh -hmm. the acquaintances and your your tribe both are important (laughs) because uh you know in the uh um and fields study you know the long and short of it we we know that uh even though there are those casual buyers they they can come up to you know the 80 20 they can still account for a huge part of the sales right but the point is this um if you continuously build your brand right and and have this narrative that is consistent uh the chance of them returning is higher even though they might take a bit of time before they they come back right but they they will come back okay and and i think uh the the key is uh, right now the the talk is we are giving a lot of advertising dollars to all the social media platforms like facebook and google's and, and, and of the world right so brands yeah. are beginning the bigger brands actually they are beginning to, yeah. to, to say hey can we start to look at private domain traffic, and this is huge in China right now, um, where where I built my own uh, world, so to speak, and, and my users who love me so much come into this world, they can have everything, they can find everything, and in, including purchase, payment, uh, content and, and stuff like that, and they don't have to leave. So so, all mm-hmm. I need to do is to continuously serve them, and they'll keep buying from me. And I no longer need to spend that so-called advertising dollars with the Facebooks and Google's of the world, right? So so, yeah. essentially, uh, I think this is how um, things will be moving, and that's why uh, Facebook have to to come out with the metaverse and, and so on, right? Because they want people to get into this this world, you know, and then uh, keep them there, Not so leave. that they can yeah. continue to to milk them, right? And brands <laughs> are also thinking of the same.
1: Yeah, this 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 China thing. I think you're referring to all these uh, WeChat programs, WeChat channels that all these followers and they 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 get their serving of the brand's uh, offerings, news content, latest bargains, latest exclusive, whatever not. They're trying to sell, and and they they really do have a captive audience, and it's direct to consumer, direct to customer. They don't have to go through any of these, you know, Google's and Facebook and any other advertising media. So I, I think you're right. That's, that's really been going around for quite a while. And I think uh, we, we should not underestimate that kind of a, a community building or whatever to call it, you know, loyalty based building.
2: If you think about it, it's not new. What happens hmm. when you ask people to sign up for your newsletters? Yeah, right you essentially right. you're trying to get the uh, the leads and you're trying to get the emails and all that but think of it as hey if you join the tribe, the tribe essentially mm. is your private traffic domain right <laughs> I mean tra- <laughs> private domain traffic right so so if you mm. can uh, start to to serve this tribe in, in that way whatever tools that we're using the difference is mm. of course in, in China they have the WeChat is, is really I mean Tencent group is, is powerful right yeah the entire yep. ecosystem is within WeChat. You can be watching a piece of content and chatting on WeChat together without leaving WeChat at all. And then mm-hmm. after that, click Correct. to buy and pay with WeChat Pay. Everything is within the ecosystem, right? Uh, the Correct. only thing is, in the Western world, people freak out and say, you know, uh, you control too much privacy, data, the, yeah. uh, privacy yeah. uh, and, and stuff like that. But Facebook yeah. is quietly trying to do the same thing, right, with your WhatsApp business and, and so on. Correct. <clears throat>
0: So I think this is very interesting because um, when you said, hey, we've been doing this for a long time. So um, for the audience, it's no difference than country clubs, right? So in the Western world, there's a lot of country clubs because you want to feel exclusiveness. Um, you get yeah. perks for being part of your country club. You also can tell people, hey, I am part of this community. Therefore, you know, I, my son's birthday party is there um, I play yeah. golf there. I eat at these restaurants because I'm part of this exclusive club. Then this exclusive club has, you know, their own gossip <laughs> within that community, you yeah. know, and uh, it's very protected that, hey, we're, we're the elite and you're not welcome. So it makes you feel very special. Right. Yeah. And I think um, definitely social media is moving into more that direction. Because you're seeing community of things alike. Hey, I like NFTs, so therefore there's a community. Hey, I like gaming, you know? And then it drills down to specific games, you know? I'm a Fortnite fan or a Minecraft fan. So, um, and you see it too within um, children, you know? And um, the new um, social, I wouldn't say social media channels, but... um, they get into these um, community of groups of kids that like certain things. And uh, they have these groups now yeah. for even kids in the Western world, right? Yeah. So um, I think it's so important with the business yeah. mentality, even if you're small business, is figuring out how you can nurture your community, right? So
2: you realize that the tools have changed, but the concept still remains, right? I yeah. mean, even right now, we talk about future right. of nfts yeah it's interesting that you mentioned that because i know nuts about it so recently i, I just signed up a uh, uh, 101 you know and and awesome. also it's, it's still the same thing right because with the nft you you have exclusivity you can't you know it's non-fungible and, and so so when i have it only i have it right so the whole idea of the exclusive uh, country club idea is, is still exactly the same no. thing and that's why Uh, Adidas and all that is creating all those uh, NFTs, right?
0: And same thing with NFT. So as a company, we've been diving into this NFT thing, too. So I am like a sponge learning from some of my younger teammates and understanding how it all works. And NFTs are kind of interesting because the people that are successful at NFTs, the ones that are selling a lot, they're all about this community. Right, you got the Asuki community, I think that's the number one selling NFT. And then like Gary Fee, Creative Fee, friends, you know. So it's all very community-based and it's almost like, hey, if you purchase this NFT, you also get exclusive coaching, you know, which is a pre-recorded coaching. Or um, you might get to come to my conference, but you have to have the NFT in order to come to my conference right it's an exclusive conference so it goes back to once again this is not nothing new right it's it's always been here so marketing hasn't changed but the vehicles are changing right yeah exactly so if you live long enough right you see these journeys right yeah. Uh, you see like MySpace, MySpace disappear, Facebook, Facebook disappear, TikTok, and then slowly TikTok, it might disappear. So it's understand these basic concepts of relationships, connecting in, um the human mind, <laughs> right?
2: I mean, okay, bringing it back to, to narratives and, and storytelling, right? Uh, I, I was looking at the history and you know that uh, when it first started, the newspapers, printing newspapers, is expensive business. Mm. All right. And mm. they, they want to get the news out to many people. But very mm. few people could afford to buy a newspaper when they were first printing newspapers. Right. So the win win solution, uh, or rather, win 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 solution, was advertising. Because advertisers want to reach the masses and they don't have the vehicle. They say, Hey, mm. I will buy space in your newspaper to sell my messages. All right. And therefore, you can sell your newspapers at a very cheap price. price. So that a lot of people can have access to the newspapers. So that is the whole advertising model. Right. And uh, whether you go onto radio, TV, and even Facebook is exactly the same thing. Right. I tell my students uh, in school, you know, if you are not paying for something, you are actually the product, you are not the customer. <laughs> right? you, are using, you are using Facebook for free, right? So think about it. Why, why you will pro- Facebook let you, you use it for free? Because you are the eyeballs that they are selling to advertisers, right? So essentially, you are the product. You are not the customer. Right? So hmm. the whole concept remains. And if you hmm. think about it, uh, what was not working back then is because uh, advertising works when you disrupt people viewing content.
0: Mm, right you good. you
2: want to to disrupt them and tell them that hey watch my message first because I'm paying <laughs> you know and, and hopefully you'll buy my products after that right and viewers hate that you know why would i want to watch a show and then be disrupted by advertisements right so if brands now say i have the capability of creating my own content right but i'm creating them as if they're advertisements <laughs> viewers are not going to like it <laughs> because they hate mm. advertising in, in, the, in the first place, right? So mm. now now brands are saying like, oh no, uh, now not only am I paying, I need to create content as well because previously the content is created by the media platforms, right? So mm. I, I think like social media oh, okay. platforms has a very good business model because in the past the newspapers have to have journalists to create content and then advertisers come up with advertising. But now brands have to create both the content or even if the brands are not creating, content. Um, Facebook is asking the users themselves to create the content. So the media platform no longer mm. need to create content at all, and they just sit back and, uh, you know, match people and collect money. So that is really a very mm. really good model, right? And
0: that is why, you mm. know, the social media, you know, all these platforms, they take care of creators because they want to encourage you to become yeah. the j- free yeah. journalist, <laughs>
2: Yeah. You know, <laughs> so, you, you mm. know, think about it. Therefore, why is Facebook where why is Facebook numbers coming down, right? And and mm. it's essentially because there's fatigue. You know, I, I'm I'm tired of uh, pre- previously I might be curious about you know uh, uh, fluffy animals or, or babies, you know? but now there's so much of it, and all the content created by brands as well is exactly the same as you know. TV's uh, fit in, in, in the early days where there were a lot of advertisements and people hate mm. that and say, hey, why don't I go to cable instead where there are less mm. advertisements or at least I won't have disruptions and so on. And then after that, they got tired and say, I want to, to decide when I watch the show. So I go to mm. Netflix and say, I can binge watch and, and so on, right? So everything is, is still exactly the same. So if, if a brand is creating content right now, uh, I predict... The the trend is uh, we will move towards the minimalist because uh, people are already too fatigued with all this content, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and and you you want to be real, uh, and that's why minimalist. Uh, uh, and at the same time, you need to to address the entire uh, uh, customer journey, creating content, and, and that's why I also talk about like nobody is in the business of selling products everybody should be in business of service right you are helping people to solve a problem and that is a service that you provide your main idea could be or your main product could be the tool to solve this problem but if you don't include the part about how you deliver the tool how you help them to use how you let them know beforehand what is their problem and so on uh, it is not a complete service
0: Mm.
2: right So, so if you look at the whole uh, customer journey and satisfy the entire journey that is a service right and now if you start to create content to educate people to you know teach them how to use and, and so on and so forth even after sales service you know and, and and things like that you are then able to create content within that that world that we were talking about and that they will love you and they will continue to be your tribe because you are serving uh, helping them to, to to solve their their problems right
1: Yep. That, is, that is exactly why if you go into any Apple store, if it's two levels, one level will be dedicated to seminars, teaching you how to use, for you to come back for free workshops yeah. on how to use their, their tools, therefore you have the cult of Apple.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, this is great.
1: So you're exactly right. You're exactly right. You. And,
0: and I think people overcomplicate it. Right. So yeah. um, how many of you, uh, you know, Jeremy, I know you have children, and I think, Rio, you said, you know, you have children as well? No, no Not no. yet? Okay. Uh, so example would be like, um, is it Ryan's, um, Ryan's? Ryan's
1: toy, toy Review. Toy
0: Review, right? If you think <laughs> about how it all started, right? Uh, the narrative is really it's just a kid and his dad, and they play with toys, right? No, and no, no. It's, it's,
1: it- is the, is the dad wanting to monetize the kid?
0: Yeah, but he <laughs> used his narrative where the kid's yeah. playing. There's nothing special. It's just him playing with toys. Mm-hmm. And yeah. think about it. It a child's problem. <laughs> you know? So they start watching it and they get consumed. It wasn't about buying, selling toys, right? But then yeah. they help, you know, brands like Walmart. They're pushing a lot of toys out because of Ryan, you know? So I think no, no, that's no. important. No, you Go see- ahead.
1: You see, you see, that's that's what exactly Rio pointed out in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. The the children's the, the children watch Ryan and they project themselves as Ryan playing yep. the toys. Therefore, they would want to buy the toy. And then advertisers realize that when, when Ryan has this whole following, they know they can sell toys through him because everyone wants to be Ryan playing that specific toy. Yep.
0: And
2: that's how the thing snowballs and now it's just yeah. boom. <laughs> So I, I'll throw in one uh, very important tip because of that, right? Uh, and and that is uh, in the first act, what we teach in storytelling, it, in the first thing that you need to establish is actually a common ground. You know, uh, we we talked about neural entrainment just now, where the brain waves are aligned. Um, mm-hmm. You are, you can understand it from physical entrainment. You you know those uh metronomes, you know, where you you count the the beats yep. to the music. You know, yep. and yep. you saw those videos where they, they will put it onto Th- those two things cans. gave
0: me nightmares because my <laughs> mom made me practice piano <laughs>
2: you
1: can not play? I didn't know that when I was a kid,
0: no I can't play that's why it gives me nightmares
2: <laughs> but, too many but you, years
0: of not being able to play
2: but, but you know those uh, experiments where they, they put the metronomes that were uh, not in sync, uh, but they put mm-hmm. it onto two cans so that they can move at, as well. And after a while, the metronomes will become in sync. Right? Mm. So the concept is exactly the same. Once you lift them out from the, the cans, they are they will get out of sync again. So the only reason why they could be in sync is because they have a common ground. They, they were connected here you know, mm. with the cans so that they can move. So So on a... Uh, Neuro entrainment uh, point of view, you know, is exactly the same. If you want to connect with your customers and all that, you first need to establish a common ground, right? And why Ryan's videos work is because the kids connect with kids, rather than mm. connecting with an adult telling you that hey, this is a cool toy. You know, there's no way <laughs> they can connect with you, right? <laughs> so the first thing true, first true, for true. brands is really to say, how are you connecting with your with your customers? Because before I can even transmit messages to you, you must be willing to listen to me.
0: Mm. Mm, that's so good.
2: Right? Mm-hmm. And, and so you, you need to, to establish that common ground to say that either, hey, I know you because I'm just like you. I, I went through the mm. same thing, right? And, and therefore, now I'm telling you what works for me you know, will most likely work for you as well. Right, and that's It the goes point. back
0: to uh, you know, the early stages of Nike, Right. Michael Jordan got cut, you know, from his high school basketball team. but people forget Michael Jordan was already compared to majority of high school players, he was already an elite, you know, he was actually playing at a higher level as a yeah. he he just got cut from the um uh, varsity team, so not like the entire team, but they don't tell that whole narrative, right? They only tell no. part of it so every kid in America. And then worldwide thinks, "Hey, I can become Michael Jordan, <laughs> right?"
2: If I get a pair of Air Jordans.
0: Yep, exactly. <laughs>
2: Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct.
0: Yep. yep, And I think, well, you know, what you guys are, what you're saying is so true because you see that same narrative marketing within all the successful brands like Starbucks, right? You know, it's the same yeah. thing. Um, I can relate. It's a cup of coffee that I can make mm-hmm. at home. And as part yeah. of that community, you know, yeah. I have Starbucks, I'm drinking Starbucks, right?
2: The, the main point I, I always want to, to raise is uh, the narrative is not being transmitted only via your advertisements or your videos. Mm-hmm. It's actually everything, right? In, mm-hmm. Especially for, for Jeremy, you know, in retail, the experience mm-hmm. when you walk into the retail store, that is all part of the narrative. Right. Uh, and even yep. after you buy a product and you go home and you can't open the packaging <laughs> because uh, the design is so lousy, that is also part of the narrative, right? Yep. If, if it's so difficult to use, even though it can solve my problem, you know, you are not, you know, providing good service, so to speak. Mm. Yeah, yeah that's true.
0: And Eldrick, I think you can relate to this too. I think we utilize techniques like this in sales as well. Even in just selling, right? Because in a way, we are relating to whoever we're trying to sell to. Um, they tell you, hey, you have to mirror your audience. And then a okay. lot of times, the successful salespeople, they're actually creating a narrative. And by the time you are you sit with them, you don't even know why you're going, huh-huh, Uh huh yep, I, I want to sign here. You know, <laughs> there's no really selling because they're so good at it that you feel... There's a need, you know they they hmm. already
2: know, you know. So. I'll, I'll tell you an expensive story. Uh, I, I got well, I, I don't want to believe that I was scammed, but uh, I think I was <laughs> so on I, I was walking.'t worry about it. I, I was walking down uh, uh, the the old town street in in uh, Warsaw when I went on on a holiday, and I happened to be separated from my wife for some reason. I was alone, right? And this young, pretty girl, you know, wow. came up to me, came up to me, uh, and there are many sales lessons in, in her pitch. It was excellent, uh, well rehearsed, well scripted, everything. The first thing she said was, I think you are the person I'm looking for. So notice, <laughs> there's, no, wow. there's no question mark. There's no question mark. It is a statement. So first of all, how do you respond, right? You will be thinking, like, do I know you? You know, who, who are you? Right. And then the next thing she says is, I'm looking for a hero yeah so she's not the hero so because mistake is to allow her to say the second sentence yeah break... exactly because... <laughs> but but the point is the no, biggest no chance...
0: mistake he his wife walk away <laughs>
2: <laughs> no but but you think about it you think about it the pitch is such that the first sentence didn't wow. give me a chance to say no because it wasn't a question Right. So that's why I went into the second mis- the, the, the mistake where they allow her to say the second sentence and say, I'm looking for a hero. You know, and first of all, males being males, you know, our ego straight away, okay, how can I help you? Right? You know? So so straight away, <laughs> What does that mean? It means I have accepted that role as a hero. Right? I, I have already put on that that robe when I say how can I help you? Right. And then she she uh uh whipped out the the uh file or something, and start showing pictures of of some poor kid that that wasn't able to to get the help from the government and stuff like that. Uh, you know, and and finally, they say that uh, asking for donations, right? And she take out a transparent box uh, where there are already wow. some money inside. Then ask me to to donate, right? And you look into the box, you find that it's not loose change, you know, it's it's <laughs> notes. <laughs> Is uh, it's not uh, coins, you know, and and then by then, because I've already allowed her to do, to do the wholesale speech, right? I need to be consistent with the image of a hero that I've already Yo. accepted in the beginning, right? Ooh. What kind of a hero will not donate after listening to that that story? You, know, you go from hero to hero. <laughs> I'm very good at
0: throwing no my cape away. Story. <laughs> I'm very good at throwing my cape away when I see money. <laughs> Notes.
2: Yeah. And, and the next thing is you realize that hey, even if I'm going to donate, I can't take out some loose change. I need to take out at least a, a dollar bill or you know, the note, you know, and of a and certain
1: on so a certain level, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: I think I donated about uh, equivalent to sing ten dollars or something like that. Yeah, you know? and I think about it in Singapore when they have flag day and they go around asking people for donations. Either you detour, you run away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Correct. Or at best, you you drop in some change. Ten like cents, twenty, 20 cents. cents. Yeah. Yeah. So that to me is like hey, uh, almost ten times the the returns. You know, just by giving yeah. a good story, right, and by letting me be a hero. You know, and, and, uh, so Rio, from um,
0: not one a scale of one through ten, how cute was the girl?
2: <laughs> hey, this show is like haunted, you know. <laughs> <laughs> My wife may watch this, you know. <laughs> then, then, then she will she will
1: know never to leave you alone. <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> but Rio, I, I hate to break it to you because what you just mentioned, right? sounded so much like a a recent youtube video i watched uh, 10 scams in japan and this is exactly one of those (laughs) so it is a
2: scam (laughs) it is well i i don't need to to know uh only now because uh of the 50 steps later another girl approached me and said you are the person i'm looking for i said no no i (laughs) (laughs) already."
1: Then she, she'll go and say that, uh, oh, um, uh, are you the hero? Then it, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm a poor hero, <laughs> a poor villain.
0: <laughs> poor villain. I'm the so, victim. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I, I didn't mind so much because uh, immediately to me, it's like, wow, I, I play back everything that she did. I realized hmm. she applied so many principles hmm. in, you know uh Robert caldini's uh, persuasion you know <laughs> all the all the different techniques from from the the transparent box uh you know to setting up the whole thing you know asking you to be a hero and then you you talk about consistency right you you have to be consistent in your role there are so many sales techniques that is involved in that whole pitch. it was brilliant I, I mean yeah, yeah so But, I, I but, but most woies. Yeah, but
1: most importantly, what you mentioned uh, is is really the emotional connection. Because if yeah. if you reverse, if you reverse it, and the lady comes and say, "Oh, you know, these are the poor children. Would you like to donate?" No, no, there's no there's yeah. no emo there's no emotion, right? Or yeah, or, yeah if they approach it from a logical point of view, or you know, these kids are poor, whatever, whatever, you, you probably walk away, right? At first yeah. glance, they don't stand a chance at all. Yeah, they don't chant the chance. So the first thing that was really tug your heartstrings, you know, be, yeah. be, it, be it boosting your ego or whatever, it's,
2: it's perfect, right? Release the em- emotional connection, you
1: know, bring back what you
2: mentioned the to start. Actually, the, the first point is, you know how everybody when you approach people for donations, can I have a minute? That is already mm. a mistake. Because that is mm. the no, a question. For I give a chance well, to say no. Yeah. Question, yeah, I can say no and I can walk away right and that's why I, I said every single thing was scripted it was definitely scripted by a pro and they were actually they, they were definitely psychologists to, re- yeah. to to rehearse the whole thing it was so professional the whole delivery was so professional yeah and down 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 to the casting yeah yeah i really For that, that uh for that <laughs> lesson
1: Hey, you—you you have a—you paid ten dollars for a lesson. You can share, you know, in in your class yeah. with us with the I came back
2: and did my Facebook post and all that already. <laughs> Many people have benefited
1: for, from that. <laughs> yeah, that's, so great. that's a great story. I mean, the, the,
2: the whole the whole world is full of uh, lessons for us to learn from. <laughs>
0: yeah. hmm.
1: That's so important. That's why back to the topic in narrative marketing that that narrative is not one you can easily walk away because you're really emotionally connected yeah,
0: yeah. but if you think about all the stuff that's last through the ages right even though everything's changed in the world but there are a few things that stay the same right um, as human beings we love stories um, we love mm. we need we have a hunger to connect with others we want mm. that relationship uh, we want acceptance so for people who really understand the human nature, these are things that are just, you know, natural to us, right? It's just when we the moment we're born, these are the things we need, you know? So yeah. the brands that understand that, that's what they're just delivering to you, right? What you need, you know? And it goes back to even the social media algorithm. It's just feeding you content that you want is what you're asking for uh, you know based on what you're reading what you're clicking on you know is what mm. you see so it makes kevin quok feel really good at the end of the day after spending you know several hours <laughs> at work looking at the computer the content that's coming through it makes you feel good dopamine right yeah. so i think it's the, so the reverse yep
1: the reverse is also true right uh, mm-hmm. for example scams right <laughs> a lot of scams are based on fear Right. For example, yeah. oh, your son's been kidnapped. That kind of thing, or oh, you just had a, a ten thousand dollar transfer from your bank account. Is this is this you or not? And then you you panic, right? You know. So so it works both ways. You know, but it's still back to the same thing, right? Emotions they will really you know wreck your logical thinking and analysis out of the drain. However educated you are, once the emotion gets hold of you, that's it. You're gone. You so, fell so, into the so, trap. So,
0: so Jeremy, before we end the night, so what we're saying yeah. is social media is the biggest scam
1: (laughs) no no no. (laughs) my my, my point is this my point is this right scamming is a growing industry and they have the best people at at really you know this narrative marketing in terms of capturing your emotions be it fear joy ego boost whatever it is i think that that's that's my point yeah maybe i should switch an industry
2: (laughs) <laughs> uh, it, it's it's definitely powerful. I mean considering the fact that I'm in this line and I know about marketing and I know about storytelling, I still fell for that trick. <laughs> you know, we're only human. We're only yeah, human. We're only yeah. human, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And and I mean just a last bit I, I suppose uh, throwing in one more nuggets for the viewers. Uh when, when Kevin mentioned about the algorithm and, and so on, uh the key I I think is uh you need to start creating content in a series
1: mm-hmm. right? you you cannot
2: have a, a one-off right because uh, in broadcast uh a movie i can sell for one night only but uh, if it is a drama series and, and everybody is watching drama series right and binge watching as well you will actually want to see the next episode the next episode and, and so on that helps in the algorithm as well and that's helped in growing your viewership as well All right. Uh, But the downside or the flip side to it is um, you realize that nowadays uh, there are fewer and fewer uh, long running series, except for China and Korean. Maybe Uh, (laughs) you take you take Netflix as the as the benchmark and and learn from them. Right. Uh, Mm. In America, a lot of TV shows are uh, series. Right. Uh, and they can go like CSI can go into like 10, 10, se- 10 seasons, seasons and yeah. so on. But Netflix never or usually don't extend beyond three seasons, right? Because they know that people get tired very easily and they want to have fresh content as well. And each season is usually only around 10 episodes rather than yeah. your, your very long ones, right? So that is also a trend to, to take note of uh if you are creating content even for your brands and so on you you need to think in terms of uh, ma- well balance between serialized uh content as series content all right? uh and this is great i mean uh, you are moving towards episode 100 you know but uh maybe it's time for for a think of how you can mm. refresh this and uh break mm. it down into uh shorter series instead right uh, and, and talk about let's say maybe a uh, each quarter there's an emphasis so yes you can still continue the show every every week you know but but we are talking about a focal point you know every quarter or, or something like that so that people will know that hey uh, i can continue next week with something related and, and this will only last for you know a season and after that there's another focal point a uh, focus for mm. a okay yeah so this i think will awesome. be another trend yeah.
0: So Rio, this is great you brought this up because it kind of leads us to what we were going to announce tonight because um, this is something, you know, the bottoms up perspective group we've been talking about because we've been doing every week, right? An episode, but now we're wanting to deliver more value to our audience and then really uh, we're looking at producing, you know, like you said, series on a specific topic but then have a guest once a month where we're really diving in. For example, we would dive into how do you create a narrative, right, for your brand. And you would kind of teach on techniques and ideas. And then we would go more into a deep dive so that, hey, the next time Rio's back on, well, you know, you're going to want to learn more, right? And I think this is um, so true because you see it in the YouTube world. Right, mm. the the YouTubers that are doing it so well. You're like, oh, I want to see this technique, how they create this video. You know, like you know, we do production at our agency, and sometimes our guys watch YouTube. But then uh, the videographer he shows how his product look with the lighting, and then he ends. Oh, check out my next week's episode, and I'll show you how to do the lighting. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And mm. so it's a great point because I think it's so true. Um, the way we digest content, uh, you know, it's like, even when we read, right, we want those cliffhangers.
2: Yeah, yeah, for definitely.
0: Yep. So,
2: the
1: yeah. The really good series will end with a cliffhanger. And you straight away binge walk and jump to the next one without
2: thinking, oh, I gotta sleep. No, no, no. <laughs> when you think about <laughs> sleeping, that's when you fail. <laughs> the series has failed. But, but, but the, the the main thing is you still need a resolution. Right, you you can't just leave a a cliffhanger on its own mm. because people mm. want closure, right? The story mm. I I tell is uh, in Singapore we used to have a very popular TV series called Little Nonya, right? And mm. uh, and yep. we had a lot of viewership for that show. It was such a huge hit, but when it comes to the last episode, it was an open ending. People didn't know whether the 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 two characters were together or not. The amount of hate mail we received was enormous. <laughs> So much so that we have to post production and then create a new episode to to answer the 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 questions, and okay, all the I, i'm
1: I'm sorry, but most of the people who write in and cannot cannot take an open ending, have never watched anything by Chris Nolan
2: or you know
1: they're not used to that western style, yeah? yeah
2: so so most of the time, most of the time, what the people do right now is uh, they have some sort of an ending only to reveal that oh no the dead i mean the, the the villain is still alive or it was a closure but there's still something something else. coming Maybe. up yeah yeah for a yeah. sequel yeah that so, kind of, so yes, um, that is the kind of uh, after
0: thanos snapped the finger what happened right
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: so we're still so, it, it's, <laughs> so it's gonna be it's gonna be like a, oh okay we're gonna end to this
2: episode but you know watch it you know rio may come back <laughs> <laughs> After the credits, right, and then I appear. It's like, hey, the rest are gone. You know, uh, I'm still around. So what does <laughs> that tell Good to, idea. you? Know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. True, so, true,
0: true. so, so, before we end tonight, what's the best way to follow you, Rio? Uh,
2: well, all you need to do is uh, Google my name, Rio Leong. Uh, I am quite proud of the fact that. Uh, First three pages of the Google search results are all mine, except for maybe one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I understand that feeling. <laughs> is that one
2: the girl that. The point is uh, because I started in media industry for the longest time, right? So whenever there's a new media platform or social media platform, I will go in there ah. and register real. Right. So right. I realized I realized that there's another real leon in Malaysia. So the poor chap every time he goes into social media, <laughs> he has to be real thought leon one or something like that. <laughs> so the only time it didn't work is for TikTok because by then I gotten a bit old, you know, and I was late to the game. And I went on to TikTok and somebody took real leon already. Um, so <laughs> TikTok are you
0: real one one?
2: no no that one i I think i use uh my company name as instead, yeah (laughs) yeah
0: so so rio do you also have a website that people can uh, find you yeah uh
2: yeah so my website is contentplayhq.com
0: okay
2: contentplayhq.com
0: yeah yeah so our cliffhanger for tonight so we're gonna be leaving you you know not knowing what we're gonna do next. So that that is our cliffhanger. So um, we will, you know, for next month, we won't see you till probably next month, right? For our next episode. And um, it'll be to be continued. So if you want to find out, um, bottoms up perspective, our next guest, and what the first deep dive will be in our season. Two, right? New season, Um, you know. Follow us and um, you know, uh, stay on my page, stay on my feed. There's a bottoms-up perspective Facebook page. There's a LinkedIn page. Um, just stay tuned. So um, we look forward to seeing you a month from now. We'll announce the date and we'll talk to you later.
2: This is where hey, you thanks, should wear your. This is where you should be wearing <laughs> your your sunglasses and say and fly oh. off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be back. <laughs> 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 All right.
1: Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Thanks
0: Andrew. for thanks having me guys. guys. It was fun. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.